Section one of the National Geographic Magazine, Volume seven, July eighteen ninety six. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Betty B. The work of the United States Board on Geographic Names by Henry Gannett chairman of the board and chief geographer of the u s geological survey and of the tenth and eleventh censuses this board was originally constituted in the early part of eighteen ninety as a voluntary association of officers of various departments of the government for the purpose of securing uniformity in the official spelling of geographic names it was the result in the main of the efforts of dr t c mendenhall then superintendent of the u s coast and geodetic survey who was chosen its first chairman it was given standing and authority by an executive order of september fourth eighteen ninety which reads as follows as it is desirable that uniform usage in regard to geographic nomenclature and orthography obtain throughout the executive departments of the government and particularly upon the maps and charts issued by the various departments and bureaus i hereby constitute a board on geographic names and designate the following persons who have heretofore cooperated for a similar purpose under the authority of the several departments bureaus and institutions with which they are connected as members of said board to this board shall be referred all unsettled questions concerning geographic names which arise in the departments and the decisions of the board are to be accepted by these departments as the standard authority in such matters the board now consists of representatives of the following departments and bureaus state war and navy departments lighthouse board coast and geodetic survey geological survey general land office post office department and smithsonian institution during the five years or more of its existence the board has held forty-eight meetings and has decided two thousand eight hundred thirty-five cases its modus operandi is simple and direct the cases of disputed nomenclature which reach it are referred at once to an executive committee consisting at present of the representatives of the geological survey navy department and coast and geodetic survey an investigation of each case is made by this executive committee which reports it with recommendations to the board which makes a final decision for such decision a majority of the entire board is necessary it not infrequently happens therefore that it is only by a unanimous vote of those present at a meeting that definite action can be taken geographic names may be broadly distinguished into two classes those which are established by usage commonly local usage and those which are not so established in regard to the former class the primary principle which controls the decisions of the board is that local usage ought to prevail what the people call themselves and what they call the natural features lying within their jurisdiction should 
unless there is good reason to the contrary be the names thereof that this is just and proper surely goes without saying in general every man has a right to insist that other people call him by the name which he selects and accept that spelling of his name which he chooses to adopt the rights which a man has over his own name a community has over its own name and over the names of all natural features lying within its jurisdiction lest it should appear that i am dwelling too much on this aspect of the case and arguing a self-evident proposition let me quote from an article recently published in justice perthes geographisch mythologen which will show that there are men and men of eminence too who do not accept this principle the practical americans have had since eighteen ninety a bureau of geographic names the establishment of this bureau on geographic names and its first decisions were referred to in our last report we gave a hearty greeting to the new creation and added to the greeting a few suggestions but these have not been considered nay more the later decisions of the board about seven hundred in number relating to geographic names at home and abroad correspond still less to the most reasonable expectations we miss the principle that the original form of the name the meaning and etymology of the name the motive for naming is to be considered and considered first and foremost we miss the scientific spirit which instead of cleaving to the form unlocks the intrinsic meaning and accordingly we miss in the works of a government board of names all evidence of acquaintance with toponymic literature summarizing a discussion which took place before the national geographic society on the subject of geographic names the same author says only the last named among the four speakers has a word to say in behalf of the original forms of the nomenclature introduced by discovery and explorers or received from the indians but his championship is timid and surrounded by wide reservation nowhere do we find the principle laid down that the original forms of names especially indian names which are so true to life are to be preserved as much as possible a board of names has no easy task it has not merely to give decisions but also to base these decisions on thorough study and to inform the public so far as necessary of the grounds on which they are made we wish to know from what variations the form selected has been picked out and this statement will serve to show the amount of knowledge of literature possessed and the scientific principle followed and will itself win for the decision the confidence of the interested circles only this method turns out solid work any other procedure merely replaces private caprice by official caprice this official caprice is able to turn a golfo triste sad bay into a gulf of triste thus manufacturing a personal name or place name triste after which the bay must have been named it is well known that this feature is the arm of the sea between the orinoco and trinidad to which the dragon's gorge forms the northern entrance a passage which was deserted and feared even in the time of columbus because ships driving with spread sails under brisk west wind against the mighty current of the orinoco are exposed to danger 
the above-mentioned decision of the board of names has masked the physical fact and formally falsified an expressive geographic name with regard to this case it may be stated that the board has made no decision whatever it has not come before it in the united states and elsewhere there are undoubtedly an affinity of names and places of obscure origin and for which a decision has to be made without giving reasons be it so we recognize the necessity where it exists but just as positively must we demand that the decision be made on scientific grounds whenever possible dr egley the writer of this article is well known as one of the leading geographers of europe and one who has given much attention to this subject of geographic names it seems to me clear however and in that view i know that i share the opinion of the other members of the board that he is radically wrong in the views he here presents he states the exact fact when he says that we miss the principle that the original form of the name the meaning the etymology of the name the motive for naming is to be considered and considered first and foremost it is true that the board attaches little importance to these matters on the contrary the fundamental principle as before stated a principle which has controlled many hundreds of its decisions is that local usage the prevalent usage of the people living in the neighborhood should be followed by this it is not meant that local usage has absolutely controlled in all cases departures have been made whenever for other reasons such a course seemed wise but this principle has controlled the decisions of the board in nine cases out of ten i have already touched on its validity concerning its expediency i may say that unless the decisions of the board are adopted by the people and generally followed its work will be a failure it was constituted not to restore corrupted forms to so-called pure forms but to secure uniformity of usage there is not force enough in any government at least not enough in the government of the united states to make the people do what they do not wish to do to fly in the face of the community is like attempting to dam up a river and force it to flow uphill to adopt as the first and foremost principle the one formulated by dr egley that the original forms of names be restored would lead to some startling results results which he surely does not fully appreciate geographic names in the united states have been modified changed distorted corrupted if you will to an astonishing extent to throw aside these corrupted but well-established names and replace them by old and forgotten forms would involve wholesale changes such as would find no following among the people of the united states the name which was accepted fifty or a hundred years ago is not the name in use at present today the people accept something else an example of corruption is seen in the name beau brule applied to a creek in missouri the original will of course be recognized as bois brule again rum river wisconsin was originally the saint esprit which translated became spirit river and thence by some pundit rendered in its present form for a whole century wisconsin was spelled wisconsin would there be any right or propriety 
in reverting to that spelling and requiring the citizens of the badger state to adopt it in place of the present form shall we attempt to revive the name illinois or illinovax in place of michigan for one of the great lakes wabash for wabash and apply it to the ohio river or call it la belle riviere should we substitute keechi gummy grand lac tracy conde or algona for lake superior and ihankton for yankton shall we call the mississippi the st francis the colbert the conception or the st louis shall we change missouri into missouri's or st philip and iowa into iowa we might go on and quote thousands of names that have been changed to a greater or less extent but these few will suffice to illustrate the matter examination of old maps of the united states shows that a majority of the geographic names now in use have been changed since they were first applied consequently it would be utterly impracticable to ignore the forms to which the people are now accustomed even if there were no impropriety in so doing in short it is impossible even were it desirable to restore the original forms of names the principle above enunciated is a far-reaching one and it will be well before entering upon a discussion of the exceptions which the board makes to it to follow it and see to what it leads us the names of many features in foreign countries have from time out of mind been known to english-speaking people by names other than those applied by their inhabitants the germans call their country deutschland the italians call theirs italia the spaniards espana the citizens of certain places in italia call their cities livorno roma venezia but we call them by other names in a way that is utterly unwarranted every american resents having a frenchman call our country les etats unis and properly for it is not its name there is no more sense in translating a geographic name than a person's name a name is not a common noun that it should be translated the time is apparently not ripe for adopting the home names of all foreign geographic features but speaking for myself i have no doubt that it will soon be feasible to institute this reform indeed in almost every individual case of this sort that has been brought before the board the decision has been rendered in favor of the home name the universal adoption of this principle would however lead to many inconsistencies for instance in many cases what is plainly the same name appears in different parts of the united states as a designation of different features with different spellings in such cases should these different spellings be unified the tendency of the board doubtless is in that direction but in many cases they not only run against strong local usage but against legal authority as well wichita washita and washita are the same word so with wyandot wyandot and guyandot all are familiar with the name allegheny haney any applied to counties in new york pennsylvania virginia west virginia and north carolina and to mountain ranges and a river as a county name it is spelled in three different forms each of which is fortified by legislative acts legal documents and no end of local usage 
it is desirable to make the spelling uniform but can it be done in such a case the board is between the devil and the deep sea consistency in following local usage produces inconsistency in orthography in some cases of this sort where the board was of the opinion that local usage could be overcome it has adopted a uniform spelling but in other cases it has refrained from making decisions in the matter of geographic names as in everything else development is constantly going on names are continually changing being modified in some cases slightly in other cases radically is it best that this development should be suffered to go on blindly as development has proceeded throughout the world in times past or will it be more economical and will the results be more satisfactory and be attained at less cost if it be guided intelligently surely no one will hesitate to admit that the latter is the better condition recognizing this course of development in geographic names the board has studied it with a view to ascertaining its trend of discovering what changes are going on and what their result is likely to be in the future and acting upon the knowledge thus acquired it has endeavored to guide the course of development into the best channels so as to produce good results from it as speedily as practicable the most marked direction in which development is proceeding is that of simplification useless letters are being dropped hyphens are being omitted appendages to names such as the word city town courthouse crossroads etc are one after another being dropped the possessive form of names is being given up life is too short to expend it in writing these useless words and letters names consisting of more than one word are being run together into one word in these and many other ways the course of development is toward simplification and abbreviation of these changes the board heartily approves and it is going as fast and as far in the direction of furthering them as it believes the public will support it to go faster or to go further at the present time would be to discredit itself and this the board prefers not to do another tendency in development is toward uniformity in spelling certain names ending in burg were formerly spelled burgh others berg necessitating constant reference to gazetteers in order to learn whether the name had a final h or not the board at one stroke relieved the american public of this necessity by striking off the h in every case the same thing was done with the termination ugh of borough and for the same purpose similarly the word center is now uniformly spelled c-e-n-t-e-r wherever it appears as a part of a geographic name there is one other class of names to be considered that is names in remote unsettled parts of the country where there is no local usage these are mainly of indian origin and they may be said to be still in an unsettled state like the country in which they are found how do we obtain indian names the spelling given to an indian name represents the way in which some white man understood some indian to pronounce it and everyone knows that in such a case there will be just as many different spellings of an indian name as there are white men to hear it and indians to pronounce it 
from our northwest we could if space permitted give hundreds of such names each of them with a dozen or perhaps twenty different versions and each version just as correct as any other in such cases the board selects from among the different versions the one which seems to represent the sound the most clearly and most simply early in the life of the board a long list of alaskan names was submitted to it for decision these names were referred by the board to some half-dozen gentlemen all of whom were known as alaskan geographers and the subsequent decisions were based upon the weight of evidence submitted by these specialists of course the decisions did not in all cases please all persons acquainted with alaskan names in the matter of names in unsettled countries under foreign jurisdiction the policy of the board has been to accept the spelling of the nation having jurisdiction there the work involved in making these decisions is in the main simple in character although much of it involves investigation it is common everyday investigation consisting mainly in finding out what people call themselves the matters with which the board are concerned are not as a rule scientific matters they are simply matters of fact or judgment the board is often criticized for inconsistency in its decisions with having decided one way in one case and a different way in another case which appears to be quite similar i think the board is quite ready to plead guilty to the charge of inconsistency but with extenuating circumstances since consistency in certain matters involves inconsistency in others end of section one